welcome to another episode of The Producing Half. Again, where we just kind of look at America and what's going on around us from a, you know, a working class producing type of way, but not a socialist, not the uh, Workers' Party, which is just another way of saying um, let a bunch of people work so we, so the ones who don't want to work can get rich. Um, no, just a producing type of person out there who goes to work every day and does what they need to do to take care of their own. Minding their own business for the most part, maybe a little too much these days. Um, I want to talk about our country and the fact that it is falling. And that's kind of hyperbolic, I guess. Um, I don't think we're ever going to be Mad Max beyond the Thunderdome falling. We're not talking about that. Um... Uh, but we are collapsing, and we're probably collapsing into some sort of Marxist, socialist, dystopia-type thing, as far as I'm concerned. It's dystopia. Um, I don't see much help for us, because there is no truth out there. And everybody has... Everybody refuses to say anything and they just allow the um, stupidity to keep going on. It's, it's the most insane thing I've, I've ever seen. You know, I read a stat that was uh, before COVID, before COVID, that there were somewhere between, you know, maybe 20, 25% of all the publicly traded companies are, you know, they're the walking dead. I think the, the term they use is zombie companies. But they're the walking dead. They don't make enough money to service their debt. Um, so if it wasn't for all the quantitative easing, 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 you know, all the, the QE stuff that the Fed does, the easy money, the, you know, zero interest rates, basically making it so that there's money out there to be lent, there's money out there to borrow. You can borrow money at very, very small, very small cost if you're one of these big, big companies. Or if you're a bank and you, you know you get it for free, actually, um, I think it's probably around thirty to thirty percent of publicly traded companies are the Walking Dead. They don't make enough money to service the debt, and they're never going to recover. They're, they can't recover from it. And I was thinking about this, and I was thinking about what this is going to mean for, for us when, because there are no more arrows in the quiver for the Fed. Um, they were never their arrows to begin with. It was always our arrows. But there are no, there's nothing else the Fed can do. The Fed is out of out of options, really, other than just to print more and more money, which will collapse the country eventually, um, probably sooner than later. So there's not much more QE you can do when interest rates are at zero to zero point five. Um, what are they? I mean, what what else can they do? I mean, they're buying up corporate bonds they're, they're buying up securitized mortgages i mean pretty much our entire stock market is is controlled by the fed i mean they just buy up anything they need to to in order to to uh secure you know the numbers they need on on wall street they're taking all of our tax dollars our hard-earned money and our children's future and just handing it to wall street and the, the bankers in Wall Street and the, the hedge fund managers are just taking all of our money and funding, funneling it and all themselves and their, and their uh, compatriots. It's an insane crime that with somebody with as little understanding that I have of it all can see the horrificness of it. You have to know that everybody in Washington, D.C. knows 
Everybody in Washington, D.C. knows this. They have to. They're, they're not that dumb. And so they are willing participants. Because when they leave, sure, you know, congressmen, what do they make? You know, maybe 200 grand a year. I don't know the exact figure anymore. Let's say it's 165000 a year. Well, that's not worth it. They all leave their millionaires. Even if they go in there, you know, they've got, you know, two pennies to their name. They're going to leave their millionaires. And when they leave there, they're going to take on huge speaking gigs. And they're going to take on... Um, you know, they're going to be on board of directors of, of corporations that they have no business being on the board of directors for. <clears throat> These people know what they're doing, and they're totally pillaging our country. But 30% would be my guess, maybe more, but about 30% of the companies that are publicly traded are the walking dead. They should not exist. And so there's nothing else that the Fed can do to prop them up. And so... What they've done, in my view, my extremely uneducated view, obviously, is, is they've set up a stage. And so normally you're going to constantly have companies that go bankrupt and go out of business. It's just a constant new companies come, old companies go, new companies come, old companies go. Very few companies that are on the um, Dow have been around forever. You know, most of them, are, all the old ones have been replaced by new ones. And so these these companies that should have died didn't die and this backlog uh backlog of bankruptcies and and dying companies is there they're all existing and they're just they're accumulating i don't know what 30 percent of all the publicly traded companies what number that is but it's gonna be millions of people's livelihoods either in investments or in jobs and these these companies are all going to fail in a very rapid succession when the, 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 the shoe drops, whenever the world wakes up and, you know, you got to pay, you got to pay for your debt sometime. These, these, instead of failing naturally and slowly over uh, a longer period of time, over years, they're going to collapse, I would say, in months of each other. So you're going to have 30% of the publicly traded companies in America are going to go under at the same time. At the same time, the housing market's going to collapse. Um, at the same time, there's not going to you're going to have bank failures. It's just it's going to be a, an absolute economic nightmare, and they have to know this. I don't watch a lot of finance financial um, YouTube channels or news or anything like that. Uh, I mean, they're all bought and sold. Just the problem is that all information has been hijacked. It's all a narrative now. There's not, unless you are a very good researcher and a very prolific YouTube watcher and you, you know, have the right Twitter uh, follows and, you know, you're uh, pay attention to, to Reddit. And unless you're really good at disseminating all the information out there and kind of picking out the truth kernels, there's always a little truth out there, no matter what. Like I've always said, it wasn't fake news. It's agenda driven news. There's always a little truth to everything. But all, all information has been hijacked. You can't trust anything you, you, you hear on the news anymore. There's no accountability to the truth. These people blatantly lie and no one holds them accountable anymore. It is, in, it is the height of insanity what is going on in Washington and on Wall Street and, and, and even on your local economies. They just... They think that all the money out there is just free. It's just, it's free. It's just, we're just going to spend it as we want. No one has to pay for it. Never in the history of, a, of people 
have a generation or two so thoroughly sacrificed their children, grandchildren, and great-grandchildren. It is the most insane thing I've ever seen, and it makes no sense to me. I put money away that I know I will never get to spend. It's not for me. It's for my, my, my children. It's not a lot, but at least it'll be something. You know, maybe it'll help, you know, with something. Pay a bill or two. Who knows? I know I'm never going to see it. It's, I just don't understand how an entire society can do everything wrong on accident. It, it's almost, it, it can't, right? It can't all be on accident. It has to, I mean, I don't even know what to say. America is going to collapse, and it's not even a surprise. It's like it is planned, a planned collapse, because they're making all the wrong decisions consistently. They are sacrifice. They are concentrating all the power and all the wealth in the few. They this whole COVID thing they use to destroy small businesses. I mean, the fact that Walmart could be open, but the store down the street that was say, selling the exact same thing as Walmart, but it didn't have corporate lobbyists, didn't have any political clout, they had to close. And that family had to go to business. I've heard people on YouTube argue that, that oh, they would have went out of business anyways. Oh, the, the people who were going to make it made it, and the people who were going to fail failed. That's BS. The government went out of their way to violate the Constitution and to take the, to destroy an entire percentage, an entire segment of our, 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 our people, our economy, and take all that money and give it to Walmart and give it to Bezos and give it to Wall Street. That's where it ultimately went is Wall Street. They took all that wealth and they gave it to them. And then they, they did they, they get these PPP loans or they did all this, um, you know, this the rescue plan, the COVID. They sent a few few pennies to, to us um, plebs or whatever you call the servants, the serfs. And they, they sent us a few pennies and they gave themselves and their friends and their bankers, they gave them millions and billions of dollars of our money. And they threw a few pennies at us. Hey, be here's a few few pennies. Be uh be happy with that. And 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 they just I mean, you read the insane things that were in the COVID relief stuff. How do I mean? I don't understand how a single responsible, ethical, honorable politician would have voted for that crap. All the the people people were getting loans, businesses were getting loans as long as they had some. They had a lobbyist and they had a, a senator in their pocket. They were going to get paid. Meanwhile, small businesses couldn't do the paperwork. They couldn't afford to wait the time. They couldn't. The loans weren't structured for them. They were either too big and too. They couldn't do it. They were they, the forgiveness paperwork was too complicated. They didn't have a team of lawyers to sort it out. You know, people think it's it's an oxymoron that these corporations, these big corporations are for regulation. Like, no, they don't want regulation. Yes, they do. They write their own regulation. They write it in such a way to limit competition. They want the regulation. It benefits them. They, they this, These politicians aren't writing these regulations. They're, they're, they're written by the insiders, by the lobbyists, they, they, you can't go to a two-year senator, a congressman who's there for two years. He he spends all of his time trying to get reelected. He doesn't have the ability to draft a, some sort of some sort of a complicated bill. 
No, those are all done by insiders. Those are all done by lobbyists and and all the think tanks and things like that. And they're handed to they're handed to the the congressman. Said here, here's your bill. This is what it says. We're donating this much money to your campaign. Get it submitted and get it pushed through. That's how our thing. There's we don't have capitalism anymore. Capitalism is the greatest system ever that has ever been implemented. We don't have that. When people say capitalism has failed, maybe because because we failed it. Um, but we don't have capitalism. We have cronyism. We have a bunch of evil POSs, all of them. All of them are POSs in Washington. And the few that aren't, well, okay, then you're not. But the rest of you are. And they're just selling out left and right. And not even in the shadows. They don't hide it. They don't remotely hide it anymore. It's completely out in the open. It's completely there for us all to see. The emperor is standing there and he is completely nude. There's not a stitch of clothing on him. And we're all just waving like he's wearing some sort of a luxurious robe. It is insane. Our president is senile. He's got, he doesn't even know where he is. He says the most bizarre things. Why do they keep letting this man talk to the cameras? For the love of God, for all that is holy, put him in the White House and keep him locked up until they can get somebody get get through the elections. Maybe he can make it so we don't get Kamala for the last two years of his term. I don't even care anymore that he's the president. Let's just not let him talk out loud. Let's not let him talk on camera. Don't let him talk to any foreign leaders. Keep him away from people. The country is doomed. They're, we are doomed. The fact that there's no one holding anybody accountable. The, the reporters are have betrayed us. The, the media has completely betrayed us. The journalists are POSs who have totally betrayed you and me in this entire country. They are just, I mean, they're evil. They know. I'm, I'm through giving the benefit of the doubt to these people. They know. They are doing it on purpose. The reporters know that they are pushing an agenda that's going to bring down this this country and it's going to make our children and our great and our grandchildren and our great grandchildren have a horrific head start or horrific start to life i mean if they don't even have one it's just going to be some sort of socialist dystopia it's they know what they're doing they're doing it on purpose i am no longer saying that they are incompetent i am no longer saying that they are ignorant I am saying that this is orchestrated. It is active. They're doing it on purpose. They are malicious with intent. Journalists and politicians and the crony Wall Street people, even the ones who don't want to see America go down the tube, they want the money for their gratification now more than they would be willing to do what's right for their children and grandchildren. And that, that again, makes them traitors. They are 100% traitors. They're traitors to their 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 descendants. They're traitors to us. They are evil. They are bad people, to put it lightly. Where is the accountability to the truth? Whenever these reporters just say absolute total lies, where 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 is somebody holding them accountable? The the, the censorship is beyond. I mean, it is horrific. Now, now Biden and the White House are telling Facebook what um, what they should censor and what they shouldn't center, censor. I mean, this is straight out of every socialist Marxist playbook. The government is getting into bed with 
all of our forms of communications. They let it accidentally slip that they were going to be censoring your text messages. Well, how can they censor your text messages? They would have to be reading them. So they let that slip. They, they, they're like, oh, wait, you know, we shouldn't have said that. Let's walk that back a little bit. They, know, they meant it. They said it on purpose. They, I mean, they, they knew that's the truth. They're going to do that. They just said it a little too soon. We're not willing yet. They haven't had enough boogeymen, enough domestic terrorists enough armed civilians to, to, to warrant that, that uh, level of panic yet, but it'll be there. They will be reading your texts. I, um, I told somebody to text me something like last month and uh, I didn't even think about it. It was, it was, it was about something. And uh, he said, no, I'm not, I can't put that in a text. Um, I'll call you. And I thought he was being paranoid. I mean, it was just going to buy something from him. And, uh, <clears throat> and it was nothing illegal, but now I, I don't think he was being paranoid. You have to be careful what you put in texts and things that you don't necessarily want the government involved in or knowing you have or knowing that you're trading or whatever it may be. You've got to, uh, you've got to start thinking that way. I know a long time ago, a long time ago, you know, three years ago or so, uh, whenever, or it may have been closer to when Snowden, Snowden's re revelations were coming out, I would text my brother uh, stupid texts like, hey, I got the bomb ready. Um, when are we meeting? And he'd be like, man, why are you doing that to me? Or he'd text me something like that, you know, like, hey, I got the cocaine, blah, blah, blah. You know, just as a joke that they're reading our texts and they're going to think we're, we got drugs and bombs and guns and stuff. But maybe it's not a joke. Maybe these, these idiots are... Uh, they, they're if they're reading my stuff, they're really bored. My stuff is what's for dinner, um, you know. Come kids, come down and eat. That's my text. So they're 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 really bored with with me. <clears throat> but there's there there's going to be a significant portion of the economy that's going to collapse. There's no truth in the information anymore. It's all hype. There's no accountability to truth. Your your sources of information have all been hijacked. There is extreme shortages. I was just talking to a water well company today. And so normally when you drill a water well, um, you know, maybe two weeks to start, two weeks to get it done, 30 days, you know, maybe two months, super busy, got to get permits, things like that. Um, six months, six months to get a water well. 34 weeks was what I got a quote today for a water well. And they couldn't say whether or not they could even do it in 34 weeks because they can't get the piping and the other supplies needed to drill a water well. We don't have any pipes in America. Um, there, there, there's so many, so many supply shortages going on that I, I don't understand how it's not an emergency. Uh, the, the how the federal how it's not how Biden isn't on the news. Well, no, not Biden, but how the government isn't on the news. You know, telling companies that we got to up production. We, we have experts going all over the globe sourcing all these materials that we're missing. Um, I mean, you have food producers who can't get things to produce food. I mean, it is everywhere, the, the, the support. And then you got China and Russia constantly um, attacking us cyber-wise. They've been doing that forever. Chi China's been doing it forever. China has no... Um, China is not a culture that will ever innovate on its own. When I say innovate, I mean they'll never... They don't create intellectual property. It's not in their culture. They don't do that. They have a culture of uh, duplicate and sometimes duplicate it better than the original person. You know, they, there's that, that, that 
theme park over there that they had fake 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 uh, you know Disney characters in you know fake stormtroopers and fake Mickey Mouses and you know they 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 redo all the brands of everything they, there was like a whole set of cell phones that were like fake um, Nokia's and they have different names and stuff but they were actually better than the original Nokia's but they were fake they were just copying it they are good at perfecting the production of something but they're not good at inventing things they don't invent things and why would you invent something if you're in china because there's no intellectual property um protection there they don't protect your intellectual property there's no property rights there's no intellectual property rights there's just there's no property rights there so their entire culture isn't around why would you risk effort to invent and create something over there when there's no protection for it all that cost and all that energy put into it it just means somebody else is going to take your idea and produce it and maybe produce it better than you <clears throat> um <clears throat> so there's no intellectual protection and they've just been they've just been pillaging us for years everything that china has all the technology their missile technology their ship technology their plane technology all of that is stolen from us we innovate we create and then they go over there and they make it they make it either the same quality or even better and they make it for less because they have slave labor we just let them do it we just let them do it all the bushes all the obama the clintons they all let china pillage us they completely let china pillage us it's insane so the shortages everywhere and you can't find workers I talk to so many people, they can't get workers. They can't get anybody to work. And, you know, the, you know, yeah, they're hard jobs, hard physical jobs, and they don't pay. You're not going to get rich, but they pay. They're good-paying jobs. They can't get anybody to work. They, they get more money by not working. Or they get enough money by not working. <clears throat> and then, if you go, you know, the truth's been hijacked. You go to this, um, the narratives around the, the, the shot that they want everybody to take is insane. I mean, the things they say on the media are so far from from reality that I've starting to develop some sort of weird QAnon uh, thought process on this because I was at first like, man, they're pretty pushing. Like, so in the very beginning when they're pushing the, 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 the shot, I'm like, man, I wonder if this is some Bill Gates weird conspiracy for some sort of weird you know, QAnon conspiracy. And, uh, <clears throat> and I was like, no. And then I got kind of disappointed when I realized I came to the understanding, I think, that it was all about money. It was just about money. These They want to push the shot so that these pharmaceutical people can get rich. It's all about money and control. It, it's actually everybody's narratives. The politicians get their power. They, you know, there's no, no power corrupts like political power because you got guns and in prison to back it up it's probably very intoxic that's why they pass these stupidest laws it's like heroin to them they pass the dumbest freaking laws and they do it because it's the power trip i mean like i said is uh, the people who want to want to be in control or the people you would never want in control and the people that you want in control they're busy producing and they don't want to be in control they don't want to tell people what to do they want to mind their own business and go out there and take care of the family but the narrative on the shot is, and so I got to the point to where I was thinking it's just about money. This pharmaceutical company is going to make hundreds of millions of dollars. Fauci and his cronyisms. And I was saying this to somebody the other day. It's like, well, you don't know. Your doctor has no idea what's in the shot. 
Like, well, the doctor, the doctor doesn't know. You realize the level of expertise that it would take to understand the what was actually in the shot and how it affected the human body is beyond any practicing physician. They can't dissect it. They, they, their, their little microscopes they have in the office isn't going to look at it and be able to analyze it. No, these are, this is extreme cutting-edge science on the complete edge of human knowledge. There is only, let's just be generous and say there's a thousand people in America who have the equipment necessary and the ex expertise, and they possess the expertise to be able to take apart the shot and, and understand what they were looking at and all of its impl implications and recognize every part of it. Well, guess what? Those people's incomes and livelihoods are controlled by a very select few. They all get their money from government grants and and um, you know research institutions that are controlled by government grants or big pharma. You think that they're going to speak out? No, they're going to keep their mouth shut. And again, for a long time now, I have not. I've been completely convinced there's no nefariousness. There's no dark, you know, agenda there. It's just about money. It's just about money. But the the stupidity of the narrative that they're pushing and the crazy things they're saying, the totally off the wall, bonkers, make no sense things they're saying, is starting to push me back towards some sort of, you know, Doctor No petting a white cat plot going on. It's the insanity of it is just makes no logical sense. Now they want to push an experimental shot with the experimental technology that ha and that's untested and they have no idea the long-term ramification and effects. They want they're hardcore pushing it to give to children. Are you freaking crazy? For a disease that has a 0.00001% chance of harming a healthy child, of, of, of killing a healthy child, you want to give them experimental technology and an experimental shot with no human trials or testing, and you want to force it on our children? I mean, that is, that is a level of insanity I cannot imagine. I mean, it, it doesn't make any sense to me. I can understand if children were dropping dead everywhere. But, I mean, I've heard some, some stats of that healthy children. We're talking so low as to not even be a percentage. Like, like less than 100 healthy, healthy children. Like, less than 10 of children with no medical conditions, with no comorbidities. Morbidities. Um <clears throat> Yeah, if you're, you know, you're sick child and you get sick, you're, you, you know, but I'm sure if they would have got the flu, they could have died. Um, the flu kills 100,000 people every year. And there are a lot of those are children. But the, the narrative on the shot has went so far off the rails. Everything they say, they somehow equate it back to the shot. They're the people in, in, in Cuba are protesting because they don't have the shot. There are shortages of milk because there's no shot. Children can are not uh, you know getting enough exercise because they haven't got the shot. What everything everything that's going out there? The sun uh, was it was cloudy today because we didn't get the shot. Like what? What are you talking about? And then they're, now they're, I hear them talking. They're gonna. They, it's too easy to not get the shot. We have to punish the people who haven't got the shot. We have to make it hard for them to live. 
who haven't got the shot. The narrative on this shot is so freaking crazy. It is insane. The only way it could make sense is, is, that, is that the disease it's meant to cure is so dangerous that, that if they didn't get this shot out to everybody, that there's a chance for, for human extinction. Short of that, the narrative and the push and the absolute... Not all these people can be in bed with Big, big Pharma. I mean, Big Pharma can't be that rich that they can get all these people to, 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 to go up with this narrative. It is insane. These people have gone insane. Our country and our media is controlled by insane people. And it makes no sense. I am uh, I, I'm pro-vaccine. I don't know how else to say it. I get my tetanus shot every 10 years because I don't want to get lockjaw. I mean, I got all, you get all the normal vaccines. The science on vaccines is established and sound. I don't understand anti-vaxxers, true anti-vaxxers. I don't understand them. I mean, I can read literature. I can read a medical paper and pick up enough of it to know that, oh, I, I, I get how that can understand. I mean, our ancestors, before they knew what viruses were, understood how to do a vaccine. They understood they could take the cow pox and they can expose it to them and, and they make them more likely to survive uh, the real um, smallpox. <clears throat> so our ancestors understood vaccines, kind of. So, no, I'm not an anti-vaxxer. Never have been. I've always... No, I don't, I don't go get the flu vaccine. I didn't understand that. I didn't trust it. They're like, it's 40% effective this year. I got it one time, and I got... That was the... I think it was the only time... No, I got the flu once, but I got sick. And I'm like, no, I'm not getting this. It's just a waste of... It's a weird narrative. It's the flu. Everybody gets the flu. I don't... It just didn't, The narrative didn't make sense. I understand if you're old or susceptible, susceptible to it, one thing. But I just... I was never a big flu person, flu vaccine person. Um, people get sick. You get sick, it makes you strong. You, you survive it and you move on or, or you don't and you die. But there's things out there like the flu is survivable. Lockjaw, not so much. You know, rabies, hmm, not so much. Smallpox, not so much. Um, you know, in the old days, they used to let their kids get measles. Measles wasn't a big deal. I know a lot of kids die from measles though. But anyways, I don't, I believe in vaccines. I believe in vaccines that are simple, well-established, Tried and trued, uh, tried and true, and, and been you know have been tested over years. I believe in all that. I don't. I don't, it's not that I, I distrust vaccines. I distrust the the evil corporations. I distrust the greedy politicians. I distrust the journalists who hold no one accountable anymore. That's who I distrust. That's the problem I have with the shot. Not any kind of science. Although the guy who invented it sure says not to take it. Invented the technology behind the shot. Says what? Do you, no. I told him not to, not to, this was extremely dangerous. First of all, it, for the normal population, it's point like zero one percent chance of death over the disease. And so we're going to roll out some sort of experimental vaccine and give it to billions of people over a point zero one. It makes no sense. That just alone, that alone made no sense. That was already insane. But now we're going to take this same experimental, un, no idea if it's safe. I've heard lots of children dropping dead from it. Probably more ch children are dropping dead from the shot than from the disease, from the, the, the things I hear. <clears throat> I know that's not accurate, but it's what it seems. And they're going to give this experiment, this experimental thing, this experimental dangerous thing to children, and they're pushing it when there's no danger there at all? I'm point zero. I mean, they have better chance of, uh, a more likely chance of dr drowning in a pool 
than of, of dying from the disease that they want to give them an experimental vaccine. It makes no sense. This is what I'm saying. This is why we're going to collapse. Because our journalism, our journalists, the people who we really need, probably the most important people in this country, the most important people in this country is, is media, is the journalists. Because they hold our leaders accountable. And they have betrayed us. They are evil. They are evil and they deserve our scorn. They deserve our scorn and our anger. You know, I think I mentioned this before, but it hit home with me again the other day. Um, another sign of our collapse was I was with my son and we were somewhere and we saw a bunch of adults doing jobs for children. I think it was Subway, actually. I think it might have been Subway. A bunch of grown adults doing children's jobs, high school kids' jobs. And that, that kind of hammered it home. And then the other day, I saw a thug. I mean, he was like 16 years old. He had a job. But, I mean, horrible attitude. <clears throat> and just tatted up. I mean, how do you get a tattoo when you're 16? I mean, you used to be 18 years old to get a tattoo. I mean, just a total, just, you could just tell. And then I started thinking. So they want to pay, they want the minimum wage to be $15 an hour. Let's just pick a number, okay? So you're saying that this 16-year-old dropout who already has a record, is tatted up, has a horrible work ethic, has a horrible, has a horrible, you know, job history, no skills, is worth $15 an hour? No, he's not. You know what the real minimum wage out there, the thing they don't tell you, the absolute truth, that if you spent two seconds thinking about it, you'll all understand. What is the real minimum wage? I'll give you a second. That's a second. Did you get it? Zero. The real minimum wage is zero. And so we have taken, or we're taking, and we're putting more people in the zero. We're putting more and more people in the zero minimum wage. The higher we raise the minimum wage, the more people we're taking from employable as some wage. Because even the, that 16-year-old tatted up with a record and a high school dropout, extremely unarticulate, has no idea how to use the, the right vocabulary in business. He is worth something. Not $15 an hour. Not even close. But he is worth something. And what that something is, the marketplace could determine if it was allowed. But he is worth zero. He's not going to be in that job for long. They're just desperate. People are just desperate to fill jobs. They're just getting people in there. <clears throat> That's why there's these adults. They're pushing these adults down to these entry-level high school jobs because they're the only ones worth the $15 an hour. And we're pushing all these people who are worth something. Even your 30-year-old just out of prison, no skill set whatsoever, no idea how to function in the workplace. He's worth something. He is worth something per hour. Not $15 an hour. <clears throat> and I'm not a genius. I know this. I understand this. I get all this. Unsweet tea. And when I was a kid, I used to call it terrible tea. My mom would have to make two pitchers of tea. She'd have to make sweet tea. And then she'd have to make um, terrible tea. Man, it was always horrible whenever you would pour the, the terrible tea and you've, you got the containers mixed up and you grab the terrible tea and take that first drink. Ah, it was horrible. It is so bizarre 
how your um, your taste buds change over the years. Because now I, I, I drink sweet tea and it's horrible. I can only drink uns- I can only drink terrible tea these days. <clears throat> I don't even put sweet in low or anything. It's just I, 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 if I had a, a real lime. I don't like lime juice, but if I had a real lime, I would. But anyways, I don't talk a lot. So for me to do one of these and talk this much is, is hard on my throat and my voice. Because I'm a very quiet person. I make some snide comments around coworkers and stuff. I make some sarcastic, rude comments. And I stay in my office and I work. You know, I make some phone calls and things like that, and then I'm done. Um, <clears throat> but this this 16-year-old is worth something. The, the guy out of prison is worth something, but they're pushing all of these people out of a job. And they're putting these adults. That's how I know that the, the economy is collapsing. That's how I know the world's collapsing. That's how I know it's all collapsing. And these evil journalists aren't holding anybody accountable. These POS politicians who betrayed us all aren't doing their jobs. There's no honor and integrity in any of the systems. America has already fallen, and this is just the collapse. This is just a slow rot of a dead society. And I don't know what we do. I'm not trying to be black-pilled. I'd like to be white-pilled. And I feel like in Texas, I'm, I'm, I'm more white-pilled than the rest of the country. I feel like Texas could survive all of this in some form or fashion. There's a possibility for it. Um, so it's not all doom and gloom, but it's doom and gloom because of the... Ins- I'm doom and gloom because of the insanity on the TV. Because no one is talking the truth. No one is saying, hey, here's the problems. All right, let's take the next 20 years. We're all going to suffer. It's going to be sucks. Sucks. Yep, we had a lot of fun. Now it's time for us to bear down suffer let's get the country going the right way let's you know we got to sacrifice now so that our our grandchildren can have the america that we should have had but our parents screwed it up but no one's saying that we're all just gonna list ride the ship down ride the ship down to collapse all right well that's enough ranting and raving for today i hope you enjoyed another episode of the producing house